0: Welcome to the Reverse Selling Podcast, where real estate agents, salespeople, and entrepreneurs come to learn the best tactics and strategies to grow their business. Hosted by the creator of the Reverse Selling
1: Methodology, Brandon Morinan. All right, you guys, welcome back to the podcast Uh, with us for the second time we were just talking about this, Miss Beverly Offred. Bev, welcome back.
0: Uh, Thank you, Brandon. I'm
1: happy to be here. Yeah, I'm excited to give everybody an update because like you were just saying off air, we did this when we did this, what in December, right?
0: December of 2020.
1: Okay. So now we're making this recording right now. We're in the really the beginning or middle of October 2021. So we can give people an update what's been going on over the past 10 months, which I think is really cool update. Um, But let's rewind and tell people kind of where you started off back maybe in december yes. what were the some of the early struggles because you just shared how much are you going to finish this year in production
0: um i would be i'm on track to finish 31 million in production in volume amazing and, yeah and then 26 million uh, 26 in transaction well i'm working to make that to 30 and maybe even more so yeah. um so we'll see we'll see what happens well
1: Good for you. Good for you. And if you finish up at $31 in your market, Mm -hmm. what type of income will that represent for you, Bev, roughly?
0: Um, Close to half a million.
1: Amazing. So I want to share the story on how you've got to where you've gotten to, because I think it's a beautiful story. You definitely put in the work. So just 10 months ago in December, walk us through where you were at in your business.
0: Okay. So I joined last year in May of 2020. So between May and 2022 December I had to make a conscious decision to put my mindset and train my mind and myself so I can handle um, objections. So so I had to practice scripts because what I realized was that I cannot just go without any skill in me because then you know I will not be able to convert and what what I was realizing was that I was going through a lot of mental challenges because um basically I had to go I I was going through a lot of mental challenges and with that I I started role-playing every morning there are a few things that I started that now is a habit which is like I have to wake up at 5:30, somewhere there between 5.15 to 5.30 in the morning. I do my exercise or at least my my light walk. Yeah. yeah. And I do my cold shower still. And then I mastermind or role play from 6 o'clock or uh, from 6.30, sorry, from 6.30 in the morning. And then, um, so I do three role plays every day and that is consistent. It never changes. 6.30, 7, and at 7.30 and at 8 o'clock in the morning, I start my calls for expireds and for sale by owner. So from May of last year until December, my first four months, there was nothing. But I was just calling, 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 calling. I was going on preview appointments and I was not getting any traction. But what I did was like everybody that I connected with, I was putting them on a database and a pipeline. Wherein I was, as, as time goes on, what I did not realize was that I was also developing my confidence and my skills, So eventually, four months later, five months later, I started engaging the same people that I worked, that I started um, talking in the beginning, and then I ended up in December with seven closed transactions.
1: Yeah, from May to
0: December, and before that, I only had two before Fizbo Wow,
1: it's amazing! And so you just shared so much. I really want to unpack this for the audience, so people really understand what's happening here. So. First, I want to, I want to, I want to share with the audience, Bev, um, maybe some of your, the mindset you had in the beginning and I'll never forget it. You and I had a great coaching call where we were talking about mindset and overcoming the fear of call reluctance. Do you remember that call?
0: Yes, absolutely.
1: Now going back to that mindset versus the fierce tiger that you are today, (laughs) what, how did that change? Because I want, because so many people, if you, you, you know it now, you're working with a lot of agents, you're helping a lot of agents succeed, yes. you know, they're overwhelmed with fear. Like you were, how are, did you get through that fear and ultimately to where you're at today?
0: Well, first I was practicing my role play. I think my practicing my, my, uh, my role play every morning. So I know that I was, um, confident objections, confident, right? Yeah. So I needed to be confident in my own self, but there's one thing also I feel that that probably a lot a lot of people are forgetting. I was crying on the phone, like I was like really not there, but I was also pressing press, and then the moment that somebody answers the phone. I had to shift. Hi, this is Beverly Offrey of VXP Realty, and then I will go on, and then I would ask them what their needs are, their motivation, and then I will try to close them. Um, but with that, and then I will be like, "Oh my God!" What? But then the next person comes in, I still say it, I still did. So I, I, I wanted it so badly. I really wanted to be successful so badly that. Even if it was a bad day, yeah, I would still wake up in the morning and I was consistent. One thing that I did not try to to stop or change was that everything that is set on my calendar, I followed them. Love it. So that was very important to me. I had to follow my calendar, and whatever is there, if it's prospecting time, nobody can bother me. Whatever my feeling was, I'm just going to be like, you know, I stumble all the time in the beginning and now I'm, I'm just confident. It takes time. Nothing happened in my first four months. And my, yeah. fir- my fifth month was... And then after that, everything, everything kind of like snowballed and I could not even see myself like being in the same position as before because I've already matured. I've already... I'm already like it's, it's different. It's a very different mindset. Now I'm already thinking about like, what will be my business moving forward rather than my fear of, of calling.
1: Yeah. makes a ton of sense. So you, um, what's, what's really cool about that is you, you said a lot there, but you push through the pain because your desire for success was greater than the fear, and you had a deep-rooted why that pushed you through. Because I think you and I both w- with, w- would agree with what I'm about to say, which is anybody that's new to sales, that's new to prospecting, they have to embrace and understand and accept that they are not going to be good at it, that they're not that they're going to their skills are not going to be great that they have to push through anyways. You can't skip over being bad at this. Would you agree? Like you have to go through sucking. You got to go through the pain. You got to be, you got to go through the tears. Literally, you're crying, I remember. And you you have to get through that in order to build the confidence. Would you agree? I think
0: I, I, think I was crying every 10 days.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's, what, that's what you said, yeah. yeah.
0: Every 10 days, I would call, call, call. And then I'm like, nothing's happening and then i would cry again and then and then i would go under my blanket and then like that but then to like an hour later i will get out of my blanket and then i go on my my vulcan seven and then i'm just gonna call again yeah and then then that was it i made sure i had my three hours of the day yeah prospecting so whatever that time is it has to be there it has to be done now i have a set schedule for that but in the beginning i was like oh my God, I only did one hour or I only did 30 minutes. I have to, I was just going that. And there were times, remember you challenged us the 30 day challenge. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, I have not done my calls yet. So I would call at five 30 at night to have to make sure, because I'm, we are recording ourselves in, in Dom in the, Live, right? Yeah, I would call it 5 30 or six o'clock at night because I said, like I'm not starting at zero. That's I'm not right, starting you're not going zero. backwards. I'm not, I'm not going backwards. There's no way I, I just want to do this one time, the 30 day challenge, and then that's it, yeah. you know. So, so it did not matter to me, but I was like, okay, no, there's no way for me to go back.
1: Yeah, and, and the other thing that stuck out to me when you told that was. You, you really practice something that we talk about all the time, which is detaching from the outcome and just focusing on, all right, I'm just making my calls. I'm, I don't care what happens. I'm just going to do the work. And through that mindset, you actually built some skills. You built yes. a pipeline, you built some leads, and those yes. all started building some uh, momentum in your business that at the time you didn't realize was happening, correct? No,
0: I did not know it was happening when when the first phone call came um, came back, and then say like, hey, you know what, Beverly, um, I still have your 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 sales and marketing packet that you that you left here. We're ready now. Yep. And then I get that call, and then now I'm following up on my pipeline, and then continuously they're coming in. It's like two to three months. The, the reality is this, a lot of people don't understand that for sale by owner do not sign on the spot.
1: Yep, exactly. So that was the next thing I was going to talk about. And for sale by owners or not, I think just in real estate, it's very rare to find somebody who's ready to list their house on the market, be ready for showings today, ready to put an offer on a house today. I think it's at least a 90-day conversion cycle that the conversations we have do not manifest for at least 90 days. And for people that are new to sales that don't understand pipeline or the pipeline maturity, yeah. they, they think that they're just spinning their wheels. They don't know you got to build pipeline because to your point, it's very rare that your first conversations are really going to go anywhere. It takes time to follow up To build that momentum. It's like contact four, five, six, seven, eight in the future that you're getting contracts signed and you're getting closings.
0: Absolutely. So I average between seven touches to 13 touches on for sale by owners, and then they're ready.
1: That's right.
0: There are different touches that you have to engage them so that you end up developing a relationship. And then... To the point that I actually even tell them like, hey, you know what, if you really want all those other agents to stop calling you, here's my number, save it right now and then tell them, you know what, if you want any questions, just tell them that you already have an agent, they're no longer going to call you anymore. Where did, <laughs>
1: you you, know where did you get that confidence from? Because was it just because what i like we talk about a lot the learnings and the doing and so you've yes. done so much that you've really beaten the fear out of yourself and now it's like superwoman like you are so confident and is that because you've you've gotten so many reps
0: yes so i had so many i also got beaten up so many times i got right. sick and tired of it absolutely <laughs> i was like come on this cannot i cannot be losing to other agents." More than my conversion, I had to up my conversion, so I had to detach it. The moment I detached it, and then I said, "Okay, hey, you know what, Mister Seller, this is what's what's happening right now. By not choosing me, you're taking a risk. What if by not choosing me, you're risking not having 14 uh, fifteen thousand or twenty thousand, or thirty thousand above market value because." I have more exposure than the other agents. I'm not just going to put a sign outside by choosing me. I'm going to really market your
1: product. I love it. It's so cool.
0: You know, That's and cool. so they love the passion. They love my confidence. For science. That's right probably feel it and when they see that they're actually thinking like that is the risk sir that you're 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 willing to take i've already shown you what i have done i've already shown you the properties that i have sold i've already shown you um i can talk again about your property that sold next door just like all the three other agents on all the other five agents that will bring in front of you but that is not why i'm here i'm here to actually show you why i'm selling your property
1: i love it i love it they just signed. Yeah. Well, I wanted to, that's a great segue. So now I want to talk about, I want your opinion on something. And this hit me uh, a little while ago and I'm so passionate about really a new discovery that, I don't know, just kind of hit me that regardless of what an agent does from a lead generation standpoint, because there's a lot of debate, right? Like, you know making phone calls versus buying zillow leads versus door knocking versus open houses versus anything people doing to to, buy, to to get leads you can debate that all day on what works better what you can't debate is once you get to the listing appointment all of that means nothing if you can't go to a listing appointment and present yourself as the obvious choice to close for that listing Absolutely. and so I want your opinion. What do you think is more important? If you had to pick one lead generation, like tactics and strategies or a world-class presentation, what do you think would help an agent more? A world-class presentation. <laughs> Me too. And you know, for a long time, I I spent so many years and so much of my content and so much of my coaching spent on lead generation. And what I realized was, Brandon, you could teach them to your blue in the face. But once they get to that presentation, if they suck, they're not going to get anything.
0: No. They're not. So it doesn't
1: matter if they go to a listing appointment, if they cannot present, it's all for Absolutely. nothing.
0: The thing is, like, you have to remember you're competing with like two, three, four, maybe five agents. Yeah what make what will make you stand out what is your value that you're bringing to them you have to remember you're going there to provide a solution not to list their house that's right you're there to provide a solution for their problem
1: right yep. and the problem stuff. is selling a house
0: yes and That's then right. what is it, what, then, then you come there, it's not just your photography, it's not right. just your videography, it's your skill to be able to negotiate. It's an entire package, Yeah. right? When you come there and then they need to know, you need to be able to, to confidently articulate that so that when they sign the contract, they say like, you know what, I am in good hands.
1: That's right. You're
0: never the off, right?
1: That's right. Well, well said, yeah, because what we're doing is, I always tell agents, you're exactly right, Bev. It is not uh, it's not you're not gonna get the listing because you do this special video and the other agents don't do a, be- a better video. That's not what's happening. It's a perception of value. and the agent that can give more perceived value at the presentation is going to win. The agent that gives the seller the most confidence that they're in good hands, Yes. This, the agent that can do that the best is going to win the listing. And yes. so, um, you know, I don't know if you, well, I, I don't think you and I have talked about this, but I, I, I teach a lot on like how to create value at a listing appointment. I call it the value ladder. And, you know, we do that because everyone's listening like, okay, what does provide value mean? I always get that question. So let me give the audience really quick, Bev, some context. Is that okay? All right. So when we talk about providing value, What we're talking about is there's two components of the value equation. There's increased certainty and decreased risk. And the further those things can be apart, the greater value in the middle you're creating. We call that the value ladder. So everyone that's watching this replay, the larger your value ladder, the more likely it is that you're going to get the listing. How you do that is by increasing the seller's confidence in yourself and your abilities and mm. decreasing their risk in hiring you. And that's Absolutely. what we've been spending a lot of time on.
0: Absolutely. And then that is that is what I'm working on every single time I go on an appointment. Yep. Um, because first of all, so my lead source, I only work with for sale by owners and expired. So that's 90% of my business. Okay. So they have already experienced... Like their property not selling. Right. Right. And then so so you you have to emotionally understand what they're going through right now. This time they don't want to take a risk anymore.
1: Exactly. Empathy.
0: Yes. And then so now what you have to do is like you cannot go there and say, like, hey, you know what? Neighbor one, neighbor five, neighbor seven sold for 630. Definitely your property is probably hovering between six and six fifty. Right. It can't be like that because all the other agents are going to come with the same CMA that you're going, that, that, that person is going to come. What will make you different from all those other agents talking about those other, those same CMA, right? Love
1: it. I that love it. That
0: is how you're going to get the listing.
1: That's right. I love it. So, all right, now let's talk about, you know, um, so we talked about the presentation. Let's talk about your schedule a, a little bit. All right. So, uh, you're gonna do 31 million, which is gonna represent a half million dollars in income. So many agents would love to do that. Tell them the work that is involved to create that much business. Can you walk us through daily schedule a little bit more and how many contacts you're making and how many appointments you're going on? What does the actual work look like behind the curtain?
0: Okay, so okay, so I told you about my morning routine, yes. and then at eight o'clock in the morning, I I, I have half an hour of calling old expi- uh, new expireds and new for sale by owners because there's not a lot. Yep. But guys, you have to remember, even one or two a day that means 60 a month.
1: Exactly.
0: Okay, so some people are always saying which I repeatedly keep hearing, we don't have for sale by owner. It's only one or two. I'm like okay don't call them because i know, you know a lot, i will call them welcome the the
1: bev, <laughs> bev welcome to my life i gotta do this conversation every day with agents <laughs> that i coach it's like brandon there's not enough for his bows and expires i'm like you guys one or two means 60 to 100 a month
0: exactly i'm like anyway. i'll get that that's in, yeah. in three months that's that's what hundreds twenty yeah or like two hundred or like three hundred. That's Come right. on, that's on my pipeline. Call exactly.
1: Right? I love it.
0: That's exciting. Anyway, so I do that in the beginning, and then after that, I have um on my schedule. So I do, I do my personal schedules first. So that is the thing that is permanent. Nothing changes that one. I cannot be driving somewhere, and then I because this is what I learned in the beginning. In the beginning I said oh I will do prospecting time from 8 to 11 but then in between I have to drive my daughter yeah. I have to do things but then I figured out then then it ruins my entire schedule right so what I did which what I adopted now and I'm teaching all my um, the the people that I'm I am uh, mentoring mentoring yeah um, I tell them like first Give me your schedule, but these are the schedule. If you're going to the gym, write it down. If you're going, driving your kids, write it down. We are going to put your schedule around that because I don't want to have an excuse that you're driving your kid in between prospecting time.
1: That's exactly right, right. yes. You
0: have to follow your schedule to the dot, to the T. right? And then, so I did that. So I would do my 8 to 8.30 prospecting first Uh, in the beginning and then from... From 9 o'clock to 9.30, I have a mastermind group. And then from 9.30 to 11.30, I'm calling again. This one is like old for sale by owners and old expireds and my follow-ups. I do that all the time. Nothing nothing changes there. And then I I have a little bit of break. I have my admin work around 1 to 2 o'clock every day. And then after that, if I go on appointments, I do a lot of Zoom appointments right now because because i cannot be on the road when i can be calling
1: absolutely so yeah
0: if, if i have a choice to meet you on zoom i will meet you on the zoom and then i will impress you to the point that you're actually i'm already sending you the contract if I have a choice like that. So I am either on Zoom or on appointments. If I do not have appointments on that day, I am going to finish the day with, again, prospecting or following up because there's so many people to call. I have so many people to to say hi, hello to. And simple things like, hey, I was just thinking about you, even for text. I was just thinking about you. Uh, Are you like now? Now I'm sending text messages and I think I posted it on the on our Facebook group, yeah. I am sending because I'm building, um, I'm engaging again on my database. Yep, I am sending a text message to my group, to to the group, and saying like, um, hi, this is Beverly. I was just thinking about you. Hey, any plans of? Um, how is say anything about that family? Very specific, so it's personalized, and then. I was just thinking about you. Any plans? Do you know what your va- the value of your house now? Do you want me? I-, I can send that quickly on your email. Or if you're thinking of refinancing, I know a great lender. It's an engagement. Nothing else. That's Either right. way, I'm looking forward to hearing from you. But then but then it's an engagement. They were say like, hi, Beverly, how yeah. are you? Top of
1: mind. Top, of mind. Yes.
0: Top yes. of mind. This little thing. So I do that in the afternoon as yeah. well. Um, but I am making sure that, that if, well, I'm trying, I'm attempting, this is my first year, right? Yes. Yes. I'm attempting to just develop, to be top of mind. And then my engagement, once it is, once I've mastered it, it will, it will not go away. Yeah. I love it.
1: it. How much? So it sounds like for all of you guys watching, if you're really listening to what Beverly is telling you. 70 to 80% of your day is spent in revenue generating activities, correct? Yes. That's right.
0: Absolutely.
1: And most agents, as you know, Beverly, when you watch them, They spend 80 to 90% of their time wasting time, non-revenue generating activities. Nothing to do with lead generation, nothing to do with lead conversion. They're not presenting on Zoom. They're not doing anything productive. They're wasting time. And then they say, why am I not successful? Well, hello, right? And so I love that you're doing a lot of Zoom appointments. I've transitioned that uh, uh, as much as I can to... Because people like it as well. It's so much easier to jump on a Zoom, do the presentation over Zoom, and then we can send the contract via e-sign. It's a, it's a great way to do business. I
0: know. And then actually, I mean, unfortunately, it's because of the COVID. The COVID actually yeah. accelerated. I know. People actually felt comfortable. Right. Doing- I can always say like, you know what? You can do this in the comfort of your home. You know, we don't need to bother anybody. And then, it, um and also it will be at your own time with your spouse, right. whoever is going to be on the, the decision maker. I can I can just really show everything to you. I love and it. They're like, sure, absolutely.
1: That's great. And so how many contacts are you making per day through all of the prospecting you're doing, roughly?
0: Contacts, um uh, well, it varies. So yeah. I do between 20, 20- two to around 40, around 40.
1: Got it. And, and are you, do you know how many contacts it takes you to set a listing appointment? Do you know that ratio? Yeah.
0: Yes. So, so I do my, I I do around 3000 calls a week. Oh, dials, dials. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. I have to make sure. 3000 dials a week. And then um, in a day that would hover between um, three, around 300. Yeah. 200 between 200 to 300 depending because if i don't meet my 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 appointments i have a quota on my mind that yeah. i have to achieve every day so i have to do two appointments that every, every day every day every
1: day i love it so 10 so 10 appointments so 3000 dials a week your goal with 3000 dials gets you how many conversation what's your contact ratio are you getting well you said you said between 20 so to 40
0: yeah, those are conversations, actual conversations.
1: Oh, 3,000 conversations a week? No, 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 no. No, 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 no. dials.
0: 3,000 dials. Yes. And then um, on a daily basis, I would hover between 22 yes. to, uh, to 40 conversations, depending. I I have... Um, so sometimes... Sometimes I stop at two, but there are days I can do five appointments. I can wow. set one, um, but I'm I'm very relentless. I'm like, "Come on, sir, what yeah. will you lose?" Okay, I and love then it. I I just I make it. look, at the end of the day, it's going to be a win win for you. For example, I'm competing with another agent that they want to release. It's going to be a win win for you when you see what my program is. You know, it will just establish that. The other agent is much better or I you're now talking to a to a better agent. Either way you win.
1: It's a win-win. I love that, Bev. I mean, I just love the confidence you have. It's an, I cannot it's so wait good. I can't wait to share the stage with you in 3 weeks and share <laughs> all of this with other agents because you can help so many people and and I love who you've become, right? I know we've talked a lot about that, like the person you must become. And you are now like this shining star with total confidence, total conviction, total belief in yourself where it all this has happened in one year. I can't imagine what's going to happen in five years, 10 years. So it's going to be amazing, amazing. So so last two things for me. One, um, what are your goals for 2022 as you look through those? I know you shared those a little bit. uh, What can you share with the audience about your 2022 goals?
0: Okay, my goal for 2022 is 55 million 70 transactions.
1: I love it. And that will put how much money in your pocket?
0: Seven. Um, so uh, 750,000 net. Yes. So GCI would be 1 million, I
1: think. 1 million. So, so, what does your family think about this new version of Beverly? Like, what does your husband think? What does your kids think of this successful businesswoman?
0: Guys. If you follow your schedule, you will have more time with your family.
1: Exactly. The tighter your schedule, the more freedom you have. Correct.
0: Yes, absolutely. I like it because now I have time to. I don't work Saturdays or Sundays unless it is really, really necessary. And then at at seven thirty at night, I leave my phone in my office. Yeah. And then and then I'm with my family. That's it.
1: And you You can only do that because you're following your schedule where most realtors don't follow a schedule. So that's why they have to work seven days a week, sun up to sun down, because they feel so guilty. They can't shut their phone off because like, I'm a realtor. I can never do that. You can do that when you follow a schedule, correct?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Um, Yeah. I love it. And then the last thing I have for you is for the new agent or the agent who is not succeeding at the level they want Beverly If you could leave them with one piece of advice that would make the biggest impact in their business, what would it be?
0: Um, I would say build your skills by role-playing every day because that will build your confidence when you're in front of somebody. And then if find somebody that you can role-play on a daily basis and then do it consistently. You have to be consistent. You Love know, it. you cannot just say like, I'm going to role play today and then right. it disappears. Right. But you do that because you're building now your mental. If you're new, start that and then put something on the calendar. Please put something on the calendar. At least your prospecting time,
1: yep. you know, it whatever should be an appointment with yourself.
0: Yes. Block that time. And then, and then, so role play in the morning just just tell me, you have to have a conscious de- decision. I am starting my day at 7.30 in the morning. No matter what, I'm going to start my day at 7.30. That means like at 8 o'clock, when I am free to call anybody, I have already my list because I have my 30 minutes. I had my coffee. And then just consistently follow your schedule. That's it. Love it. I think Love it. that is, you have to start like that. And then it you will only improve because you're going to be talking to a lot of people eventually you're not going to even realize it you're just like like just answering them um flawlessly
1: yeah, that's great advice, Beverly. Thank you so much you're just an inspiration to everybody, and you know the agents that you mentor uh they're very lucky to have you and so what's the best way for people to reach out if if they're interested in working closer with you? what's the best way for people to reach out?
0: Well they can just call me at uh uh, uh four two five six seven seven five seven one seven
1: Perfect. And if you don't mind, I'll put that in the, sh- in the description underneath this yes. video. So if yes. agents, you guys are, are interested. Beverly does a great job mentoring other agents. And so you guys can reach out to her. And then I, my friend, will look forward to seeing you in three weeks when we're going to yes. be sharing a stage together at our first live summit. So Uh, i look forward to that. Thank you so much for doing this and taking time out of your calendar to pour into the industry. Um, And uh, thank you for all that you do.
0: Oh, of course. And thank you. Thank you for guiding. Oh my God, you're such an inspiration.
1: Uh, Thanks, Beverly. We'll talk to you soon, okay? Thank you so much.
0: Thank you, Brandon.
1: For more tips and advice on how you can grow your business,
0: be sure to follow Brandon on YouTube and Instagram at Brandon Mulrennan.